Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello there. And before we begin the 150th episode of Lewis Black's Raincast, uh, just a few quick announcements. Um of some upcoming shows just to keep you in the loop and to get the word out there. And so people uh, might actually know that I'm going to be coming their way. That's right. Knoxville, Tennessee, this Thursday, I will be coming to you at the Tennessee theater onwards Friday to Birmingham, Alabama and uh, the lyric theater Saturday ending in uh, one of my favorites, Biloxi, Mississippi. I have had a history there uh, and um, I will be, performing at the Beau Rivage, as I have for a number of years. And then uh, one of the most extraordinary uh, things I've been doing in a while, staying on the bus and going up the heart of the country, Biloxi, all the way up to Rapid City, South Dakota, kind of a test, really, that astronauts take by by going through a variety of uh, climates and temperatures. So Rapid City, South Dakota, coming your way, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Fargo, Minnesota, Fargo, North Dakota, Duluth, Minnesota, uh, and that'll be uh, the week after. So um, uh, stay tuned. We've got uh, a whole new tour coming up, and uh, announcements will be made of cities that we'll be coming to, and hopefully you'll be on that list. Uh, and we've got, uh, if you head to the um, my website, you can pick up a... Uh, a membership in the, the Lewis Black fan club, which allows you to not deal with Ticketmaster or any other bullshit. And yes, we do charge his fee, but it is you also get you a few other perks, certainly that I think might be worth it to you. Take a look and see if it is. It certainly beats paying the Ticketmaster price and you're in the first 10 rows and you deal with a human being. What else can I tell you? That's all I got to say. I am so excited to be getting on with the, 150. Let's go to it. This could all go horribly wrong at any minute. I wish I could afford somebody to play a trumpet or some band or something, but uh, let me just say (laughs) welcome to the 150th episode of Lewis Black's Rantcast entitled. Seriously? Yes. And a special guest today uh, who wanted to be on today's episode, but there from the beginning and then left, 
and will probably be fleeing after he speaks. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the rubber chicken, he's never appeared. <laughs> yes, uh, mocking me again, mocking me and just knocking me over with his commentary. I won't even tell you what he said, but it was great to see him, if even just for a few moments. And I'm also joined today by a special pal. That's right. <laughs> Candy corn. It's that time of year. Oh, God, does that make me sick. Oh, yeah. But this, of course, is a comes from my good friend Kathleen Madigan, a, actually a birthday gift, because she knows what I love. But what's wonderful about this is inside my little pal is, yep, whoa, are you kidding me? There you go. That's what's inside candy corn, the devil. That's right. It's the devil is inside candy corn, and, uh, and this is absolute proof of it. And Kathleen wanted me to see it, and I am thrilled that I have it here and can punch it around when necessary. Uh, it is that time of year, the, the annual celebration of the harvest season, of which no one in any city celebrates. We wander down the streets, pumpkins in the windows, 35-story high. Uh, who knows what's occurring there? Who knows what is occurring there? As we celebrate the harvest season, we're insane. You know, it's a kid's holiday that adults have co-opted. And uh, it, I've talked about this time and again. Every year uh, we get to this point and it's beyond disturbing. Seriously. There we go. There's the title. And seriously, if you're an adult, you don't get to wear a costume on, uh, on Halloween. All right. You can wear it any other day of the year. All right. But not on Halloween. Back off. Back off. Our children are weeping as it is in terms of what's happening to us. And you're going, oh, I don't really know. Yeah, put the costume back in the closet. Wear it the day after. Okay? November 1st was actually seen as uh, initially as the end of the holiday season. I mean, of the, of the harvest season. And uh, because that's really when they saw the uh, winter beginning. Uh, or the the late fall, or whatever the fuck they thought. I read it somewhere today, but they that was the the original ending of the harvest season. So wear it on November first, and everybody will be happy. And then and look, and and the candy corn seriously is still being sold year after year after fucking year of people putting down the, the corn that tastes like candy. No, it tastes like shit. It's that simple. Please, uh, if you think it tastes good, it's only because you've been. Uh, really brainwashed by someone or because uh, doing it every year, you have developed some sort of a taste for it, which makes no sense to me uh, because I ate it for, me for years and years. I would forget every year. I'd forget there'd be a bowl of it. I'd be shoving it in my mouth. I'd go, what the fuck's the matter with me? But when a year passes, I'm nine. I should know by then it tastes like shit. Or you put the little candy corn in your mouth. I wish you could do it. And you... Put it on your teeth, you look like Dracula. All right, enough of that. But this is, this is, remember, what is inside candy corn, the taste of the devil. Um, seriously, it is the 150th episode, and uh, I am thrilled that uh, I've been able to spend this much time with you. I'm sure that you've been ecstatic about it. But the thing that's extraordinary how successful I have been after 150 episodes, I have uh, not moved. 
really, from the bunker, from my uh, my cable access studio. Uh, same set, same everything. Nothing has changed. We've gone nowhere. The rubber chicken is he's gone now. Uh, he was excited for a moment, and uh, and I hope you are. I'm, I'm seriously. This has been an unbelievable ride, and I God knows what I've been saying for the 150. And to be able to sit here and talk to you out there and have no real sense of uh, of that tactile sense of an audience presence is. It's made me feel, for 150 episodes, like a madman uh, in a padded cell uh, with pictures all around me uh, that uh, that really make me very happy, and someday I would explain to you. And also, I am wearing, as you can see in celebration, the Baltimore Orioles. This is an actual re representation of the Oriole itself. They smashed it and put it right on everyone. Everyone is a smash. Baltimore Oriole. Oh boy, am I tickling myself today. I've not talked about them uh, and I want to thank them again for an absolutely extraordinary season, a summer season of joy uh, and happiness and uh, uh, competition in the sense that, yes, we're back in the ball game. I have not uh, paid any attention since they got screwed out of, out of uh, going to the next round. Um, I thought if they took the time off, there would be problems. Uh, I think they were on a run. I think the, the stopping it, they had that moment of, oh, oh, that's right. We uh, aren't supposed to, oh, and they started thinking. And uh, I, what was great is they didn't seem to be thinking. They just seemed to be having the time of their lives. And they took me along for the trip. I can't thank them enough. Uh, and uh, I'm not, I just haven't watched. I haven't watched Texas formally. Uh, the, the Washington Senators, formerly the uh, another team that I uh, put some interest into, uh, or the Houston, those cheating, cheating Astros, and the uh, Philly, and uh, uh, Arizona, Atlanta. And, and I just haven't watched, okay? Because my team's gone, and I just wanted to spend that time cherishing the season. Uh, now I'll start to pick it up now as we head into the World Series, and uh, I think it'll be a good one. Uh, it would have been better if my team were in it, but uh, I look forward to next year. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, I have uh, Washington yesterday, my Washington football team, as I call them now, until they come up with a better name than Commodes, uh, you know, lost to the Giants for no apparent reason. Okay, team that was a one in five record and uh, really having problems. And once again, we just, you know, didn't didn't get it done. Um, I, I picked them be the winner. And uh, I really thought we would do it. But uh, they're competitive. They're in it, you know, not. To, but, and I think, it, but, but, you know, I, I can't complain. Daniel Snyder's gone. Ding dong, the witch is gone. And uh, we will see where we go. And uh, already I feel more relaxed when I watch them up to the point where I start to get irritated and realize it's really way more important than I make it. Get, and then I get upset when they don't pull off uh, the kind of plays that I'd like to see them make, but uh, they will come. They got some great players on the team, and we'll see where they go. But, uh, um, but, and I'm I'm really trying to avoid uh, talking about uh, the seriously. Seriously, we have a uh, uh, nine nine Republicans seriously now running because Jim Jordan, who has absolutely 
uh, what I can tell, the least amount of pigmentation, if that's what it is, that his face is, appears to be gray uh, in photos. Uh, I think he's you know, one of the few people with anti-pigmentation. Uh, all of the, all of anything has been sucked out of his, uh, the color has been sucked out of his face somehow. I think it's due to the anger he feels, uh, and uh, uh, as opposed to my anger, which enriches my face, <laughs> delightful. Delightful color and uh, and and uh, not a ton of wrinkles from what people tell me. They always talk about <laughs> wonderful my skin and it's and I go, wow, are you crazy? Uh, but once again, I'm I, nine seriously. So now he's gone. He Jim Jordan pushed for it. They went. He they put the you know the Republicans went fuck you. Now they got nine of them, uh, of which seven apparently voted. They they didn't <laughs> that he uh, that. The ghost of Christmas past, uh, who's in the White House, that they didn't think he seriously won the election. So they're not, you know, seven of the nine. There are two that do. I don't remember their names, and I don't care because today is da -da -da -da, the 150th episode. And what I've been really great at, and, and not to, you know, fuck things up, is is that I'm I'm one of the few people who present uh, my episodes without enough research. I just can tell you certain things, and I push forward with them, and uh, go wherever the wherever the thought leads me. And uh, nine of them, huh? Let's hope they get it done because that's their job. The fucking assholes. I mean, I'm sorry. It's unbelievable. Okay. Oh, you have one job right now. Your job is to pick the speaker of the house. Okay. And if you can't, you got nine nine guys. There's not a woman amongst you. <laughs> you know. Uh, maybe one of you was transitioning. Oh, he didn't say that. I didn't say it. Okay, it's not important that I said it. But nine guys. Well, then that's a, a softball team, and then pick nine Democrats uh, and get another softball team. And I, I think whoever has the most hits in the game uh, then has a runoff where they do a home run derby or whatever, and and then you pick whoever the House Speaker is. Uh, you know, I don't know or of the nine Republicans, whoever has the most hits. I don't care. Just fucking figure it out since you can't seem to do it any other way. Do it through softball. Okay? Or volleyball. I don't give it. Bowling. Okay? That may pro probably be up everybody's speed in Congress is to be the, is to have a bowl off. Make that, make, that's the best. Right? That's a great idea. And it just came to me and I'm more than willing to share that with the nine who are out there. Son of a bitch. Because God knows. They can't sit in the room and figure out who the fuck they should pick, which is beyond belief. And uh, and that leads me to seriously, folks, um, if you're looking at stuff on my Twitter, and I don't think it's a lot of you who listen to this, uh, if you're looking at stuff on there uh, and you go, boy, you really think this? You don't know what I think, okay? And, and, and people were writing in stuff, and I'm just tired of it, all right? Because basically, they're not paying attention. I've, I've talked about the health of uh, the, 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 the two top folks for the presidency, the two leading candidates right now, uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past and uh, 91 Indictments and Counting. And uh, uh, I've talked about their health. And uh, they said that my opinion, it wasn't my opinion, okay? What I said was, is neither of, you know, they're talking, I said they're talking about their health. One falls off a bicycle constantly, the other eats more um, McDonald's hamburgers than literally all of the people who attend my shows. Okay? That's what I said. It's a joke. 
Okay, you didn't think the joke was funny. I get it. Don't call it my opinion. Fuck you. All right? It's not an opinion. Okay? And if you think it's an opinion, you're taking this shit way too seriously. And drop it. Okay? Because what I'm saying is, is I don't like either of them. And you think one of them, you think that the other one, one of them is, is, is better physically than the other? Come on. Get a grip. I'm 70 fucking five. I get this age group. And neither of them. Okay? Is it should be, uh, you know, at this point in time, uh, at their age, running for the presidency. Sorry, I don't see it. Okay, I think we got to get to a point where, but you know, now at this point, it, who knows? All right, we can't pick a, a speaker of the house. Who knows what we're capable of? I certainly don't. But stop this kind of nonsense that I get from uh, from folks. Okay, stop looking. If you didn't. If you don't like this rant cast, don't listen to it. Don't, don't watch it and don't take the time out commenting on it. It's not for you. I get that. It's, but you don't, you're not paying enough attention to make the comment. And that drives me fucking nuts. Okay? And, that's, and I've been, I'm kind of irritable today, actually, about things. And this is, this is really a representation of what's inside candy corn. And that's the kind of irritated I am. Also, we put out something on Twitter about uh, Josh Hawley's piece that I had done uh, during the last reencast. We put that out. And then some guy goes, well, you didn't talk about Adam Schiff. You know, I didn't talk about Adam Schiff because Adam Schiff didn't send me that. All right? And Adam Schiff, then it, it would just go to prove that, you know, because Adam Schiff sent me something. It was that I was, uh, you know, a liberal reactionary fire-throwing uh, crazed socialist. No, the joke was about Josh Hawley sending it to me. That was the joke. You, you know, I mean, stop it. And then people retweeting it. What is the matter with you? You didn't even listen to it. Because a lot of it was about how fucking nonsensical it is, is that they send shit up and it's handwritten. That they believe it, you know, so that we're going to believe it's handwritten. It's not handwritten. And that they sent it to someone and they called it dear conservative. So I went up on that. You missed the point. You missed the point. Stop it. Do with your day what needs to be done. And it's that simple. But on the upside, we've, I had a great weekend. Uh, I was in Cleveland at uh, the MGM in Northfield Park. And, uh, and it was great to be back in Cleveland. It's, uh, it seems to be doing great. I mean, I was not there long enough. Things were, were popping and folks were moving back downtown. And they, yes, of course, they still have a, a homeless problem and, and uh, like many cities seem to, but the, it seemed to be doing well. And uh, I was uh, really happy to be back there. And I spent some time over at Hilarities, a, a club that I loved playing at, one of the great clubs in this country. and in, in part, like any great club, uh, it has to do with the guy who's in charge, Nick Costas, or uh, another one of my favorites, Brian Dorfman, down at Zaney's in Nashville, also uh, runs helps runs that club, run the club up in Chicago, uh, the the Chicago Zaney's, uh, Colleen uh, Quinn, who's out there in Omaha at the uh, Funny Bone there, Mark Ridley, uh, another special, and uh, the Comedy Castle in. Uh, in Royal Oak, I, I think it's in Royal Oak. I'm, I'm, I'd have to check that again, but it's uh, 
another favorite place of mine to, to perform. And finally, uh, Alison Jaffe at the Improv in D.C. And if I'm missing anybody, I apologize. But, uh, but it was so special to see Nick. He's got really, and if you go there, he's, he's it's, the club is great. If you go, I don't really want to see comedy that night. He's got a, a tremendous restaurant. And I'm not bullshitting you here. <laughs> Look it up online. He's got huge high marks. And no, there is no other. There, there are comedy clubs that serve great food, some great food. He actually has a great restaurant. Two really great spaces where uh, comedy is occurring. And, uh, and there's a martini bar. If you want to help him, you know, you're looking for a job. He needs people to run it. Uh, that's the sound of people trying to get to me in the background. And I'm ignoring it because this is the exciting 150th episode. And I owe it to the folks at uh, those clubs. And, and uh, I will be thanking a lot of people over the next uh, next week's uh, one, too, that um, uh, that it, it made it possible for me to do this rantcast. They're the ones who kept saying, you can come on back to my club. And it's where I learned uh, whatever the fuck it is that I'm doing on, on stage and found my audience, which uh, are you who are listening to this rantcast. Uh, it was just great. Uh, go down there. You can go. There's hilarities there on the strip, House of Blues, to see some music. It's a, uh, a it's a great area, and uh, and there's some all around there. Things are there. Things are popping in Cleveland, and on to Cincinnati, where uh, I played the Hard Rock. I have to say it. Just a, a, a thrill to be there. It was the audience was like in Cleveland, spectacular, and uh, it was a great week. Um, I didn't get to have any of that delightful. Chili with spaghetti that Cincinnati has lost its mind over, but uh, that makes no sense to me. But whatever makes them happy, because if that's what they fueled up on before the show, I should be feeding it to everyone before every show. So thank you. Really, that's that's it. I could, I'm not going to talk about the war, so forget that. But seriously, uh, we're at the edge of war, of, of what appears to be a, a, a world conflagration. I don't think so. I hope not. Um, but uh, it would help if Congress can get their shit together so we can uh, help and get shit done and show the rest of the world that we actually know what the fuck we're doing when it comes to leadership. Or at least to us. We could do it just to show us, the American people. And then from there, we might be able to get things done. But this insanity that is going on, uh, this need to beat the shit out of each other. And one of the things I wanted, you know, before I go, what's crazy to me is the UN. And it seems to me when I was a kid, all right, and the, uh, there was, a, the, I read about the UN, which right at the end of the war, which I, the World War II ends, the fucking taste of death and the smell of it is in their mouths. These fucking people of the world. And they gather together and decide to build once again, they tried a League of Nations. That didn't work. We're going to do a United Nations. And, and how, and I thought when I read about that, I said, you know, how the fuck, year after year after year, do the job that you were fucking set out to do, which is to prevent this kind of bullshit that we're watching from happening. You don't allow uh, countries to invade other countries without goddamn punishment and without having a UN force that goes in there. You don't have a boat about it. You fucking send them in. You don't allow people to pull this shit. Okay? 
I realize it's what people want to do because they really want to get after each other. Because the, the, the problem that they have is because of the other people. Well, stop it. Grow the fuck up. This world, you know, watching it year after year after year, okay? You fucking step in. There should have been a fucking solution to what goes on in the Middle East for should have happened years ago, years fuck ago, okay? When they first started fucking go getting all pissed off about Israel, tough shit, okay? I'm sorry, it should have happened 25, 30, 40 years when the state was 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 fucking created. They should have said, okay, here's what we're gonna do. You're going to back the fuck off, or we're going to say to have a UN army that sits there and keeps the peace. And that's the fucking deal. And that's all I got to say. And you'll probably, what about, you know, am I, am I defending, you know, whatever you think of what I'm saying, all right? Did you think I'm defending this or that or the other? What I'm defending is peace, okay? And it must be protected at all costs. And people's darker fucking, darker fucking shit has got to be dealt with. Okay? Since they can't seem to do it on their own. You don't have a vote about whether the war is right. You have a vote and you say, nope, stop it. You gotta, that's how come we have fucking, there's a, a, there's a goddamn boundaries between countries. All right? You have to cross to get from one country to the next. That's the line. You want to go over that line? Uh-uh. You don't get to. And, and then I'm sure people are saying, well, what about this example? What about that? I don't care right now, okay? It's the 150th episode, and I'm still living here in my bunker, sending things out from my cable access studio. And before I go, uh, I've got this thing to read you. The school board of can, 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 in Katy, Texas, is dropping its ban on cartoon illustrations of buttocks in children's books. Uh, the move comes after parents complain that wholesome classics such as Dr. Seuss's Wacky Wednesday have been pulled from library shelves. Only, expri- only explicit frontal nudity will now result in the book's removal, not just because they showed a little drawing of a little boy's rear end. Oh, Christ, we are. We're really. We are, we are so close to being, you know, all of us locked up in a fucking nut house by the people who are making us crazy um, and, uh, and, 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 uh, and the, uh, the folks who are, and, and us who are going crazy. And the New York woman is suing, listen to this, is suing her local hospital claiming a neurologist refused to prescribe her headache meds because she's of childbearing age. Tara Rule, who suffers debilitating cluster headaches, told the doctor she was not pregnant, doesn't want children, and so the risk of drugs causing birth defects was irrelevant. Rule's neurologist allegedly replied that since the overturning of Roe versus Wade, it's trickier now. It's not tricky. Okay? It's stupid. Okay? That's just the outright flaming stupidity. The woman comes to you. She's not pregnant. It's not your responsibility. Okay, <laughs> right? What are you? Are you listening to a shortwave radio and going, "Wow, that's from another state," and catching the signals from like uh, the, the states that have banned it? 
Yeah, what are you? What is the matter with people? When's this going to stop? Certainly, I think the 151st episode will turn everything out around. I'm pushing that rock up the mountain, and it is coming back down at me. All right, I'm doing what I can for my end, just to try to keep stupid in check. It's not working, and people are calling me stupid. So, well, what are you going to do? I just hope that really you uh, continue to join me on the road and continue to enjoy my my rantcast, and that this is uh, that you've enjoyed this. I certainly have. Even though from time to time I seem to, you know, literally flop about here because I'm, it's hard for me to work without an audience. There's no constraint and nobody out there is going, well, that didn't work, asshole. And uh, not yelling it. I can feel it. And you certainly make me know it. And it's certainly a pleasure to, to and a privilege to be able to work for to work for you, which is what I feel I do. And uh, it's not work. It's just a joy. Um, I do hope uh, that you all have a very good week and enjoy uh, what what you'll be hearing uh, in terms of rants and raids from the folks out there who've been continue to send in uh, the finest complaints about the the shitstorms that we go through in our daily lives. Um, it's a joy too to read them. Thank you for joining me again and. Uh, Please take care of each other. And it's a privilege and a pleasure. I will continue to say that too. Have a good week and happy Halloween. And oh, he was still here. Couldn't leave me alone. Prick. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Eric Bell with a few notes of anger, of just a few drops about uh, the state of our popular culture. I agree with your take on our enlightened culture that is obsessed with the Kelsey-Swift relationship. I can't stand him as a football player and her as an alleged artist. So why do I have to be reminded everywhere that I turn about about them? They're, They're stealing a kiss together in a rented out restaurant with their closest friends in attendance, all of whom have cell phone cameras. 
They both even made a pop-up. They both made pop-up appearances on SNL this week. And after I saw them, I had to go buy a new TV. They weren't even the host or musical guest. With other pressing matters and uh, current world events, I'm glad I have their relationship to distract me. It's zapping me to the point where I don't even want to pick up my phone, turn on the TV, turn on the radio, read a newspaper, drive by a billboard, talk to my two grade school aged daughters. Well, not really on that one. It's all Swift. Kelsey, Kelsey Swift. Go see Taylor's new concert film out in theaters on who gives a fuck, blah, blah, blah. Carlin and Hicks were right. Modern media and corporations are hell-bent on turning us into mindless consumers, and I'm starting to crack. I even went to see the top-grossing film, Barbie, because my two little girls dragged me to it, and it wasn't bad. Gave me some material for the good old spank bank later on. Wow. Thanks for oversharing. Then on my ride home, my daughters were running the radio. So guess what was on the pop stations? You guessed it. Songs from this softcore porn of a film. Normally, I wouldn't care. But rampant consumerism has invaded every corner of my life with no end in sight. Turn a blind eye. It's everywhere. Turn the other cheek. They'll just get that one, too. I guess I'm just going to have to give in on this. But I know... If you ever see a man past his 20s in a theater alone watching Taylor Swift's new concert film and he's wearing a Barbie t-shirt and pink cowboy hats and boots, please come over to him and softly say, it's okay to hate all this shit. It's supposed to bother you. You don't have to suffer. There's still time for you. Just get up and walk out. And burn that shit you're wearing in the trash and go buy a fifth of whiskey and watch the Rocky film series at home. The life you may be saving may be mine. Well, you certainly have saved a a portion of my afternoon with your, (laughs) uh, I don't know about the the, the Rocky thing, but you're still back to, you know, that was the big thing at the time. You know, that uh, that was pop culture then. It's still a pop culture reference. But I'm not going to argue with you. It's your rant. <laughs> you let it rip any way you want. Thank you, Eric. Roxanne Belts has found a reason to be pissed. Why are all the good wing places sports-themed? What about nerds that just like wings? Why not open a restaurant that shows Star Wars movies, vintage Star Trek, Doctor Who, and Monty Python? Huh? Seems unfair that jocks can go someplace in public to enjoy wings and male bonding, and there's no room for nerds who want mild wings with ranch dressing. Well, I think you probably represent a minority, but uh, you never know. Could cause a flood of new wing places, uh, but I wouldn't count on it, Roxanne, but I'm thrilled that you spent the time to to get that out there because it's true. It doesn't make sense. I sit in some places at, 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 uh, at, at a variety of uh, uh, hotels or motels or whatever you want to call them around the country. And uh, wow, I'm staring at these uh, these TV sets that are on to like, uh, you know, like a uh, some sort of a, you know, like, uh, you know, the, the housewives of uh, Transylvania or whatever the hell. What a terrible joke. I apologize for that. But thank you, Roxanne. From Colin McCurley. 
How hard can it be to make Trump look stupid? It drives me crazy that the American mainstream news media cannot or will not simply convey the obvious fact that Trump is an imbecile. There are two types of people supporting Trump, grifters and imbeciles. The grifters, you're never going to convince, but the imbeciles, they are ripe for constructive ridicule. The object of telling stupid people to their face that they are stupid is not to make them understand and agree and accept that they are indeed stupid. The object of humiliating a stupid person is to get the guy next to him to see that the imbecile is an imbecile and the guy next to him is not. You need to cull out the independence. Trump is just a moron. He's not some evil genius. He's a moron who has gotten through life by using the Listen to this, folks. <laughs> Listen to what my friend has to say here. The $400 million he inherited to fund a life of imitative grifting. Corruption oh, is easy. Trump's ultimate defense is that really stupid people identify with him and think that he is a demonstration that they are not so bad. These morons must be ruthlessly mocked in public. That's what the news media should be doing instead of trying to make everybody fear Trump, which is exactly what he wants. They should be ridiculing him out of public life. Trump does the stupid shit he does because he is stupid. Then he acts like he intended to do whatever stupid shit has just been made public, and the media let him get away with it. God, the fact that Trump blurts out national security secrets isn't evidence that he is in any way morally defective. It just proves that the guy is a seriously stupid man, an absolute idiot. You can't moralize Trump supporters out of supporting him. You have to humiliate them so that mercilessly that nobody, so mercilessly that nobody with an ounce of intellect will want to be seen with a MAGA moron. The tut-tutting of the mainstream commentators actually props up Trump's persona. You can't go be going to convert a Trump supporter. You won't convert a Trump supporter by wagging your fingers at them. Merciless, aggressive ridicule is what it's called for. We need to tell Trump and his supporters every day that they are just fucking ignorant idiots and we won't waste our time on them. It's just painful to watch. Trump needs to be laughed out of public life, and the average American member of a jury pool has to be made to see Trump as a national embarrassment. And that's what he is. All Americans should hang their head in shame that they have allowed such a fucking peanut to establish himself as part of the national discourse. What the fuck, America? What the fuck? What the fuck? Well said, Colin McCurley. And thank you for sharing um, a bit of venom there. Uh, and once again, folks, for those of you who uh, might have reacted and said, no, that's, you can't call those people morons and that Trump is, look, if, you know, write in what you write in your rant. 
And, and don't tell me it's because, uh, you know, you don't want to share it because somehow uh, you don't think. I'll read it. Got it? I will read it and have time and again when things come in. So please, all right? You know, don't sit there and then go, boy, you're really uh, this, you're really, I can see what side you're on. I'm trying to read what it is that you want to bitch about. Everybody wants to bitch about, okay? So if Colin pissed you off, you know, tell your story. Okay. That's all. That's all from me. Sorry for letting that go on there, Colin. You deserve the credit for a splendid rant. Amber Ribadeneira. I'm going to go with that. Ribadeneira. Amber Ribadeneira. Ah, good evening, Lewis. I'm a nurse. Thank you. And have reached the end of my tolerance with these pharmaceutical hemorrhoids on the butt of humanity. A person I visited who was exposed to asbestos needed to take several meds in order to breathe. One of the meds cost $18,000 a month. The second was $19,000 a month. And the last was $21,000. Oh my God, who do these people think they are? Huh? Where's the oversight? Maybe if politicians had to pay for their own health care, basic needs like breathing would be affordable. Preparation H needs to be the next superhero. Uh, I doubt if we can rely on Preparation H. It doesn't, it doesn't cost enough. Preparation H, not in Preparation A. It doesn't, it doesn't cost enough, but boy, that's incredible. That's $58,000 a month to breathe. Amber, it's important to get uh, messages like, out, like that out there uh, constantly at this point because... Uh, the, the, the government of our country has to begin to respond to the problem, which is staggering. I had one earlier. I just am not going to be reading it uh, because, but it was about the fact that, you know, you get health care, but somehow that doesn't cover your teeth. So that's, that's always good for folks. You know, they, oh boy, everything is working, but uh, I can't, uh, I can't, you know, chew food because my teeth are rotting. Oh boy. Amber, thanks. Dear Lewis, I became a fuck you member just before COVID hit with the intent of seeing some of your shows, but then came the lockdown. With all the schools on remote learning, I became my grandson's teacher. Let me mention here he has ADHD and Asperger's. Side rant. To all the parents that bitched to teachers about all the glitches that occurred at the start, fuck you. They were doing their best in learning the technology like the rest of us. Some days were okay, but fuck me. Other days, that child had me screaming into a pillow. Lewis, I love my grandson, but there were days that child made me understand why lions sometimes eat their young. On the screaming pillow days, I... Logged onto your website and watched some rants and laughed till I damn near pissed myself. I felt my sanity return. So here I am, three years later in the audience, seeing you in person. <laughs> Thanks again, Lewis. Lil. Well, thank you, Lil. Thank you for sharing that uh, 
that rant. I can't can imagine what it was like. People have already forgotten what it was like. People have ignored that it even occurred. People kind of like just, it really didn't matter. People are completely wrong about that. And I'm glad that you pointed out a few things, uh, Lil Anderson. And uh, um, I, I think you may have seen me in Escondido, but I'm not sure uh, from the date in which you saw this, but I'm uh, that I got this and read it. Um, but I hope... Uh, uh, I hope it was a good show. Um, and I really have to take the moment to thank all of you who keep sending in those rants. And as you can tell, I read that ending in part um, to, to let you know that your rants do have an effect and, uh, and do make the folks out there laugh when you share just how incredibly pissed you are. Uh, and, and it gives me great joy as uh, as Lil's just did. Sorry for the pain it cost you and the frustration, but glad you shared. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters, splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.